0: Thanks for tuning into our podcast. While you listen and think about the topics we will explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always
1: most important. Plan well and drive to protect others and yourself. That is how you deliver flawless services to our customers and make a great living moving America with rail. Enjoy life and enjoy this podcast.
2: Keeping It Rail. Today we have a very special guest, Terry Benjamin.
0: Terry Benjamin is a seasoned driver here at rail. He's been here for 25 plus years. Let's get going.
1: Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you very much. Let's start off with a little bit about yourself. My name's Terry Benjamin. I live in Boaz, Alabama. I started working for rail back in November, 1995. Holy smokes, long time. I've been here, pulled, I first originally started out pulling vans for about the first year and a half, switched over to curtain side, and pulling curtain sides ever since. And enjoy it. What was your take on rail? What made you come to rail
0: in Alabama? Why did you pick rail?
1: Well, actually rail was the first person, first place that I actually looked I just had to pick up the ad paper and looked in there and seen hiring. Called him up, talked to him and the person of the person that was going to be doing the interview was in town the next day. I went and talked to them the next day and went to training school. Shortly ran after that and come to work and been here ever since.
2: So so at that time, they would they would come out to locations and recruit drivers, huh?
1: This is right.
2: Oh. Yes, they did. Was it at a truck stop or something?
1: Uh, no, it was at, did it say? Motels. Okay. Oh, they the met motel. you. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, you went to a, a different trucking school before you came here, right? Yes. Okay. CFI. C- okay. And this is the only trucking company you've ever worked this for. Is the first drive I ever okay. had driving it's trucks. All in all, pretty good. I can't. I don't have a problem working for okay. right. them. Isn't that nice? Nice to hear. Yeah.
0: Huh? No, nice to hear. Very nice to hear that.
2: So, do you get a good? Uh, kind of a good chuckle whenever you when you meet other drivers like coming through GYCDL you know new, new drivers whenever they go Rail's just a starter company I'm just gonna be I'm sure you've heard it I'm gonna be there for a year and get this whatever done and I'm gone
1: well I was only gonna be here a year and a half when I first got here that was a couple of days ago now, that, 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 first <laughs> year, that first year and a half still hadn't got here yet that's <laughs> the way I still look at it you know yeah but I you know I enjoy working for rail for the fact is I enjoy working with the people I work with. And uh, if it wasn't for the people working and showing respect, it would be a whole lot different. Yeah, you do get that. That makes a big difference right there.
2: And how many, uh, since you've been here, how many fleet managers have you had?
1: Can you even remember? I can't even remember how many fleet managers. I've had the longest fleet manager here for a little over 22 years. Wow, you must have had a good relationship with him. Oh, yeah, we do we each other's mind, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. Have they been
2: consistent, uh, you know, taking care of you, getting you home when you want to, getting you miles? I,
1: I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I just tell them when I'm planning on being home, and I don't have to tell them, look, this is my weekend to be home. Start looking for load. They, they got automatically know how to take care of it. That's good. Wow. wow. I, I come out, I work this weekend. I expect to be home the following weekend, and they're going to work to make sure they get that taken care of. Nothing wrong with that. So, so –
0: on the flip side, how do you handle your family life? I mean,
1: how do you balance that? Well, family comes first regardless of what the situation is. When you first, when I first took this job, I took this job not for just me. I took this job for me and my family to be able to provide, okay? No matter what I do, I talk to my wife about what it is I'm gonna plan on doing, or whatever. Look, honey, I'm gonna be out for three weeks. Is that gonna be okay with you, whatever? To do this and get back in time to do this or that, you know. You you, you basically always...
2: set a goal, right? And and we've provided you with the the, the funding to do it. You know, by your, your hard work, you per, you've made enough money to do what you you enjoy doing. This is true,
1: yeah. And you know, you you got to look at it a different approach of the way I look at it. And you get these drivers come in here and you say. Well, I've only got a 150 miles trip going down the road, and you hear, well, I turn that 150-mile trip down for the fact was, I don't feel like I'm making any money at that. Well, let me tell you what. I don't turn down 150-mile runs. I'll take every run I've got, because I'm not going to tell you what's on the backside of right, it. Right, you right. just refuse that 150-mile run. Did you know you had 1,100 miles run behind that?
2: That's what a lot of people have to understand. A lot of times, that le- that 150 mile run is getting you to something that's really, really good. Right. You to know? a better, better point. And sometimes you might get two or three of them little short runs. It's to get you lined up for. Uh, they they see more than you do. Right. Yeah. So, 26 years uh, here at Rail
0: as a company driver. Yes. Thought ever crossed your mind of becoming your own authority?
2: (laughs) No, he answered that fast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he missed a beat on that one.
0: Well, why not? You you answered that fast. What what, what was the reasoning behind it? What's the number one reason why why you never considered that?
1: I drive enough as it is. As an owner-operator, you're still going home. And you're still trying to work on this and do this and do that. When I go home, I can park the truck and trailer in my driveway. And I can pull the invisible curtain and not have to worry about there it. There you go. Okay. And if something
2: <laughs> happens, you can call the number. Your truck's broke. Come fix
1: it. There you go. So you, <laughs> yeah. want, you, you know, you still got to consider taking time out for yourself and your yeah. family at the same time. Right. Because,
2: on that note, we're talking about you know repairing a truck or whatever. Another. What about their equipment? What about rails equipment? What do you think?
1: I believe we have the best equipment out on the road. I'd have to say, if a person takes time and do what they need to do properly, they don't have a problem. If you did have a problem, we seem to have a get it fixed, repaired faster than any other company right. I usually see driving down the road. You can go down the road, and you look, and you see the difference of the company drivers and stuff like this, and you go, wow, they really don't care much about their drivers or the equipment or anything, period. You see, so. you
2: see them going down the road, mirrors that's hanging off, duct tape oh, yeah. holding lights
1: yeah. in yeah they do they tell you come in they'll try to make sure which, which way you're heading we'll try to get you headed to a place where we can get you taken care of right quick and I do appreciate that
2: because in the end of the end of things the, the object is to get back on the road and get rolling so you can make more money right this is true yeah so speaking of repairs you know most shops you go to they go by days you know weeks till you can get in there but at rail they go by hours this is true
1: they try to get you close to the closest division, vision, wherever it is, to try to get you taken care of without a problem there.
2: And the quality of work has always been top-notch, top-notch for me. Top-notch for me. Yeah.
1: I don't have a problem. Some drivers go in, and, you know, they say they got a problem talking to somebody about getting repairs. Well, my name sticks out like a sore thumb, and I just go, Look, <laughs> I got this problem with such such truck. Oh, wait a minute, hang on, let's get you in here and get you taken care of, get you back out on that road out there.
0: And it's not just you they treat that way, it's everybody. It's everybody everybody they treat
1: that way. But the problem is we have a lot of drivers that have this thing called attitude. Okay. If you have a bad attitude when you walk in a place talking to somebody about this and that, whatever, you're not going to get the service that you desire. Well-spoken. Have you have you noticed that, the,
2: the the few people we've had on this podcast, what's been the common denominator? Attitude. The, the attitude, yeah. the smile. Mm-hmm. When we first met you today, when you come in here, the first thing was a smile on your face. And, and, and it put us in a good mood. And I carry that all day long. Yeah, that's attitude. <laughs> yeah. Attitude goes a long way. It does. So uh,
0: what do you do when you find yourself upset, a little bit of attitude in you? Because you're not immune to it. So stuff happens on the road at a customer, whatever
1: it upsets you. How do you deal with that? I very seldom run into a problem with the customer. I know how to talk to customers and how to work to get things taken care of without a problem. I, you know, I call ahead, like a, I'll call my customer in ahead to let them know I'm coming in to get this unloaded, whatever it is, and they're basically ready to get everything squared away without a problem. So you're seasoned. You got your
0: you got your routine down.
1: Right. Yes. And uh, that would be good advice for all
0: the young drivers out there that are starting out their career. Take a step back, take a breath, breathe, Don't. assess what you need to do, how you need to talk,
1: and talk that way. Because if you go in with a bad attitude, you know, this bottom paper, this pile, you can actually see your page getting put to the bottom of that pile.
2: <laughs> There's going to be times where you're going to go somewhere, and it doesn't matter whether you have the biggest smile. They're just going to have a bad attitude. This is true, you know. And all you can do is just, just smile and keep just on going. Smile, keep uh-huh. going, let it go of your shoulder. And
1: if, if basically if someone swears at you, whatever it is, just let it roll off your back. That's it. Don't even swear back. That's it. As soon as you swear back at them, they're going first thing they're going to do yep. is going to call your customer, your driver, manager, and say you come in there swearing and doing all this and that right there then you're worse trouble than what it's work. So on that, on
2: that note where you're at there, uh, what's a good, good, I like the horror stories, Roman likes the positive in this, what's a good horror story from a customer?
1: A G-rated. <laughs> I tell you what, I've gone into a customer and this down in Florida, and this was at a bank, and mm-hmm. this lady was a supervisor and everything, and she told me where to put the trailer, and I tried to explain to her, Ma'am, there ain't no way we can back this trailer in this hole there and everything. And I tried to work it in for it, and it didn't work out for it and everything. And I pulled back out on the side of the road. I got, she come out there, and she told me from A to B that where she was going to do me, whatever, this and that. And I, like, I looked at her and smiled and just kept on going. And then there was a police officer, had to be pulling up at the same time. And he pulled up, and he said, Ma'am, is there a problem? He says, she says, he won't put that damn trailer where I want him and put it at and everything like this. And, and she, she says, ma'am, did he deliver your load here? Yes. Can you not get it off the trailer where it is? I guess we ain't got a choice but to get it off right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the, 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 the moral to this story, you kept a positive attitude, and it worked out. You had to. You didn't get upset. You nope. didn't start arguing. You just nope. kept a cool, and it all worked out. You tried. Yes.
0: didn't work right right but well, you adapted everything worked out just so fine. so on the other end
2: of it Roman asked <laughs> so
0: uh, the other end give me a good positive story something that you can remember you know like like you always remember something good that happened either at a customer on the road truck stop whatever something that you can think of that you'll always carry with you that's a
1: that's it's a, a good positive uh, story you know. For me, all my, all my job sites basically positive. I always try to go in, like I said, I go in, most people know, remember me when I go in, and I, most of the time I go into my customers and everything was, we ain't seen you in a while. We thought you retired. <laughs> Apparently somebody forgot to tell me. <laughs> you know? That's pretty much the way I look at it. You know? I'm always excited to see them and make sure we get everything worked out and do this and move on, you know? See what's coming up next. We were talking about earlier about
2: you going home. Uh, what's some of the some of the hobbies you do when you go home? What are you What do you like to do when you're when you're off?
1: Well, when I get home, spend time with the family. I like to barbecue. I got a little small Harvey Harvey farm at the house there and everything. We raise cows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and for a little bit of farming and stuff like that on the side. So I look forward to doing that when I get in. Relaxing for you? Oh yes, very relaxing. Yes.
2: Well, what's your favorite barbecue? And you're speaking, I'm a foodie. I like food. Well, I like pulled pork and stuff like that. You can't beat that, can you?
0: I like my brats, okay. I, I yeah. came when
2: I came up here. I moved up here about five years ago, and uh, I got invited to a barbecue when I first moved up here. Come over, and you know what sloppy Joe is? It's just oh, basically yeah. a crock pot with a little bit of hamburger meat in it. Mm. And they were coming over to a barbecue. I said that ain't barbecue. <laughs> Next weekend, I invited them to my house. I had ribs and chicken. And <laughs> I said this is a barbecue. <laughs> I said let me show you a South Georgia barbecue.
1: It depends no. on what you depend on. What you using a barbecue grill or you using a smoker? I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, Is it southern, northern? Yeah, Whatever. I agree. You I know. agree. Depends on how you look at it.
2: How many? Uh, you have kids? Wife? Uh, well, Tell yes, I them.
1: yes I am married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had four step I had four step kids and okay. I just recently lost one. Oh, no, oh, sorry but to hear uh, that. We are too. But oh my uh, gosh, and I have several grandkids. Grandkids, and now I think I have three or four great grandkids. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. You so, don't look old
2: enough to have great grandkids.
1: Well, see, that's the problem. You can't let age food. To <laughs> you know? So,
2: when you park your
0: vehicle at your house, you said, and you put that invisible curtain,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: your grandkids. Uh, they're not always at the house. They're not always at the house, but when, when they do come to do, they want, hey, Grandpa, can nope. I. No, you don't see them show them the truck or nothing nope. like that? No.
1: Why, can I ask why? I don't want to take a chance. Someone of them kids crawling up there, one of them fall out of the truck or whatever, okay, get fair hurt. Enough. You know, we don't need that right there. We okay. Have, we, you know, they when they come over to my house, my grandkids come over. To, they come over to go joyriding. riding. Okay. We have what well, we have. Well, mule. We have I have four wheelers, right. stuff like this. So yeah, fun. Oh yeah. yeah we a lot you have more
2: to do than worry about a the truck. They right. have all kind of other stuff yeah. to play yeah. on.
1: They coming over. and They're looking forward to that right there. Has your wife ever went with you on a trip? Many, many, many years ago. Okay. Did She's you? a big fan of it, I take it.
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's getting up in age and everything like this, and the truck bouncing up and down, and she yeah. says she got this back, bad back, and hurting her knees or bothering this and that. and. You can normally tell <laughs> when you go, did your wife ever ride with you? Yeah, she rides all the time, but if they go, uh, no, <laughs> nah, she wasn't a big fan of it. <laughs> no. no, she just don't like bouncing up and down and everything, and she don't like them dadgumbring you going across the bridge, and they got them short legs yeah. Colin was going along down there, you'll yeah. jump out of that seat in a heartbeat, go to the rear.
2: My, my wife made it very clear to me. She said, that's your life. This is my life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're, we're keeping this separate. Well, my wife actually, you know, I used to own a cabinet shop prior before coming here, doing this right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I shut my cabinet shop down for the fact was that I got tired of people telling me what I can and what I can't do. Tried to buy a house, and I got turned down several times, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm sick and tired of trying to buy a house, and people tell me if I had this amount of money, I can put it, you can do this and do that, I'm going to do something different. So that's when I started driving trucks. I shut my cabinet shop down with the driving trucks and been doing it ever since. Uh, and
2: you were able to buy a house now? Nope. Oh. That was going to be my next that was. I bought yeah. a
1: house probably, I, I started here in 95, I think it was probably 97. I did ninety 97. I so bought a house, bought a farm. Well, congratulations. How do you see rail going into the future? Well, technology has changed a lot considering what the way we used to do everything over the years back then. The electronic logs and stuff like this instead of the handwritten logs, we changed over to that. We have now the GPS in the truck, which makes a big difference. Sometimes they're right and sometimes they're not right. But back in the day when I first originally started here, The, what is it, three by five index cards? Yes. The three by five index cards back in the day, when we went to a customer, we wrote our directions down on that three by five index card. And you kept a box where you put that customer's name on it to where you always had the directions how to get into that customer, which was always something good to do. Always used it when you had to go back. So the next time you went back, you looked at it and said, We went down this road, such and such, such, whatever, and this is how we got into it. I've been in, I can go back and look at customers and I go, huh, I remember this place. And I can pretty much tell you, well, this is going to be a hard turn to get into this customer because I've done this before. You put a whole (laughs) bunch of details into it. You write (laughs) everything down. remind yourself, yeah. And that's that's
0: a good thing for the younger drivers, you know, even, you can still do that today. Just write little things down. Hey, there's a hard left, there's a hill, whatever, you know, something that they could, you know, put uh, to help them or assist them. Because I think today, you know, uh, the younger driver is too reliant on
1: technology.
0: And it's a good thing. Technology is
1: good. Technology is good. But to be honest about it, the best technology is your hand and a piece of paper. If you write down your routing... You you're going to remember it. You yeah. write it on a piece of paper so you see it. Right. What happens if you're going down the road that GPS goes out? And you were depending on that GPS to tell you how right. to get to where you were going. It's out. What are you going to do now? That's right.
2: Some of the features of the new
1: trucks, you know, that's, yes. they're really handy, you know, like the
2: lane finder, you know. Uh, oh. There's so many new gadgets on these things that's uh, pretty much. Uh, that's
1: one they need to disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> that, that lane, that lane, de- the deviator, Yeah, that would drive you nuts. Well, of course, <laughs> I was already halfway there, but they're trying to finish me off. I, got you, I, got you. I mean, you don't even have to, you can be in your line, uh-huh. and since you're going past an exit, and it get a break in there, yeah. It's telling you you're running off the road.
2: But you know, though, I, I I understand completely where you're coming from. But think of them guys out there. They should have stopped. They chose not to. They kept going, and they veered over a little bit. How much that saved them.
1: Well, you yeah. Know. Yeah, but that... The, 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 I, I, that I, I completely... That strip right there should have woke him up if they were sleeping or I, sleep I whatever, probably have you know. said that
2: what you're saying right now times, hey, a hundred times. That's stupid thing. <laughs> I wish they'd take this out of here. And then I think to myself, I get back and I say, imagine all the times that truck would have veered into the oncoming traffic and you called it and it went off and alerted you. And you yes. go, man, I need to get off. You, knew you should have already got off to begin with, right. but then you really know to, uh, to find somewhere to park. Oh, well... I hope you hope you don't get to that point that you have to use that to stop, but right. you know sometimes you get to traveling, you get kind of in a time
1: traveling there, you know. So, well, you yeah. pretty much if you take time to do what you're supposed to be doing properly yeah. and figure out where it is you're going, you can always do your rest areas and every your stops, truck yeah. stops, and everything prior right. to that before getting that situation. I got so, you. yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Couple of customers, communicate with the customers. And uh, figure out how to get into where you're going. to save you a whole lot of time. And a lot of headaches. Headaches right yeah. there, for sure. So, you would be amazed.
0: Life after rail.
1: What am I going to do after rail? Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, you got that hobby
0: farm, you know. I'm going to farm.
1: You're going to farm. And I'm looking forward to it.
2: How much property you got down there?
1: We only got 10 acres. That's a plenty to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for me, driving right now, a truck, yeah. Are you going to stay in Alabama? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And
2: y'all, y'all always say, well, you down there go dogs, right?
1: No, we don't say anything. I'm not into sports. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I think it's real time, not yeah. bulldogs. Right? I, I <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, boy. I, I like farming. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying more and more equipment as I go. I got you. I'm getting things set up so when I do retire, I'm going to have everything set up the way I want and not have to worry about it. Yeah, Good so, for you. Good That's why I'm, I already got my barn built and everything, and I just last week, well, two weeks ago, I just went and bought me a three-point hole digger for setting railroad cross ties.
2: Makes the job a lot easier. Oh, Don't have the right oh. tool, oh.
1: and instead of sitting there with a post hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that That's what you have auger, grandkids yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, all my grandkids, we, 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 we they come over, we spoil them. Uh-huh. Give them all the chocolate they want. Send them home. Send them home. <laughs> and you look forward to that time. Well, when you had kids living in the house with you for a long period of time, uh-huh. you look forward to getting home and spending that time with mama and not have to worry about gotcha. kids. I you understand you. what yes. I'm saying? I can understand. I, that. I definitely look forward to going home and spending time with my wife and my dog. And then, you know, didn't have to worry about the grandkid at the time, you know.
2: Hey, I so. got a good question. I, I quit driving. I drove for twenty five years. I quit driving okay. a couple of years ago and started doing coming in here, being in the school and orientation department. Uh, was it a you, when you get home? What do you do to wind down? You know, like me, that's the first thing when I when I come off the road, stop driving. It was just so loud at home. You know, I'm so used to doing things my way. You know, to get get wound down. Uh, at home or at night when you shut down at night? What do you do to kind of relax?
1: Well, if I'm at the house, my first thing is to go in and the dog's going to greet me at the door, and I Mm -hmm. open the door and pat the dog and everything, kiss the wife, and there's my recliner. (laughs) It's already calling me. I got you, I got you. I'm going yeah. over and take care of my recliner. I got you. And sit there and watch TV. Because yeah. it all, already got it indented, it fits you perfectly. Yeah. So, what, what do you I do? went down and bought me a recliner, and I went down and bought me a big man recliner. Okay. My dog is so spoiled, I sit here, she sits beside. side <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So I bought a recliner just for me and my dog. I got you. What do you do in the truck? You don't have your recliner in there. Uh, oh, I have a, TV. I have a, bed, a bunk back there. I have pillars on that bunk back there. (laughs) I'll pull back there, and I'll turn the TV on, scan, to get a channel. Set up the pillars against the wall and sit back (laughs) there and relax. What do you watch? What do you like to watch? If I can get a Western, I'd be happy. A Western? Sure. Somehow I can see that. I can, too. So can I. I. What's your favorite Western? John Wayne.
2: Just any of them? Any any John John Wayne. Any any. I'm a big fan. I've
1: gotten gotten tired of watching uh, Wagon Train. Yeah. It's the same one they show over and over and over and over. Uh uh bon- bon- bonanza. Yeah. All them stuff like that right there. Yeah. Back in the day I like watching what was the uh Goodnight, John Boy. <laughs> the Waltons. <laughs> That's the Waltons. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was a big uh, I was a big uh, Clint Eastwood. You know oh, yeah. the good to bad dog ugly um, the outlaw Josie Wells, you know, all them good ones. Mm-hmm. There were some good ones. So
0: you're a very from what I can see a motivated individual, Mm -hmm. motivated driver. Okay. How do you stay motivated? What keeps you motivated to want to drive? What keeps you motivated to want to keep sometimes doing the same thing? You know, some of the places you go, you're up and down the same road. You know, a lot of people might get bored with that. What keeps you motivated? Every
1: stop is different.
0: Every stop is different. Even if you've been there before. Even
1: if you've been there before, you never know Basically, what you're gonna run into, um, like I simply said, we go some of the same customers like you're seeing there, but you know the route may be different that the way you go this time than versus where you went the last time, and this and that and everything. Okay. So you have to call the customers and let them know you're coming. Whatever there is, some of them requires a 24 hour notice. Some require 72 hour notice, and your dispatcher then dispatches you on that. Again, number one key. Whether well, everybody believes it or not, it's communication. Communication. Yeah. So if you do not communicate with these people, you're allowed to be sitting there. Well, you didn't give us a seventy two hour notice on showing up prior to what you're supposed to have and they refused to take the load at that particular time when you get there. So you gotta make sure you do this. To the point. So a lot, of, a lot of a lot
2: of times you've heard some nightmares out here on the road. Not not just our drivers, but other drivers. And if you really had the opportunity to look back and if you talk to a person a little bit, you realize communication probably failed on both parts. Both both, both parts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's most of the problem most yes. of the time. You you've been here for a long time, twenty six years, you're pretty successful at it. So obviously you've grasped the concept of, of keeping a line of communication right. when things changed along the way. You communicate you with your dispatcher,
1: right? Right. right. That and worked out pretty good. You know, it's like I said, I've had my first dispatcher, and I stayed with my first dispatcher probably twenty-two years. For him, and they retired or whatever, and mm-hmm. everything. Now I've got this one here, and they pretty much to the point where they give me my dispatch, and they know that going well that I'm planning on getting my loads there on time or whatever. You. you know, so we don't have a problem with that location being able to do you. that. So, I, so the work itself motivates you. Um, it,
0: it benefits not just you, but a lot of people.
1: It benefits, well, every every run that I make benefits me and my family. You're out here to make the miles. Right. And the more miles I can turn that truck, the more money I can make, so. A lot of the things that people
0: are looking for first is pay. That's right. the first thing this, they look at. Right. So
1: for 26
0: years, you really didn't have to worry about that because it was there, correct? Or,
1: or uh, Yeah, the pay is there with it rail and it sometimes, The way rail does and everything, you go out here and you run whatever it is. I don't like the ideal is when times are slow, you lose money, when they're not being productive themselves to getting you to runs and everything. I don't feel like I should be losing money when I ain't getting the miles to run. Okay. You see. Right, so they they got it... um... Your performance-based,
0: basically, right. it's on the driver. Is that right. what you're saying? Okay. In
1: other words, if I go down the road and my if I if I drop miles, they expect me to run ten thousand miles a week. But if you only give me eighty-five hundred miles for that month, the run, okay, my pay like my pay level shouldn't drop. Okay, but but they got you lumped into that. If you go and you go this quarter and it's dropped and you dropped, and you're doing everything you can trying to keep it up. You're losing money. You can lose anywhere between a half cent to one cent per mile. And that could be a lot of money. There, it, you, yeah. it, it, it yeah. could be. It is a lot of, is money. A of money. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I don't really care for that. All in all, how
2: pleased have you been overall with with everything?
1: If I was unpleased with the way rail does things, or unhappy and me being unhappy about being here, I'd have been gone a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be doing something right. So it's it's. I, I don't have a problem. My dispatchers don't have a problem with me. So you got that good relationship. This the exactly. understanding is there.
0: You right. know, they know you. You know them. They know what they the respect out of me. Yep, the right. respect is there. The respect right. is there.
1: Okay. We might not always see eye to eye,
0: but but there's know. always a solution. Right.
1: I don't call in unless I necessarily have okay. to. Yeah. I'm a type of person. I can work my problems out. Good. You understand. And they trust you. Right. I can I can talk you know to customers or whatever this and that and get everything squared away without a problem there. So to have someone look up to you, Terry, you know, and you find out that
0: that young driver over there, he's just starting out. He mm-hmm. or she's starting out. It's been a year, and they said they want to model their career after you. Doesn't that make you feel good?
1: Oh yes, yes. You know, you treat every day as if it's your first. Right. Follow the safe seven. There you go. You you, you basically, if you you get to the point where, oh, hell, I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm going or whatever, that's when you're going to start making mistakes. I could do that with my eyes closed or whatever. No, yeah, no, that's when no. you hear, you know, that that yeah. cliche. But yeah, no. there's not been one day that past that I haven't mm. I haven't learned something new. Right. You need to learn something yeah. new every day. Don't get cocky about what you're doing yeah. going down that road. Cause as soon as you get down that road, it, you know, I, I see drivers all the time. I've learned a new driving skill out on the road here. That three lane three lane pass change. Okay, you be in the middle lane. Somebody come from the left, they'll jump over you, jump over to get off that exit. That's something you better get used to fast, you know. It's mm-hmm. going to happen to you. I've seen more people run down the shoulders of that road and come over and jump over in front of you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and, and you, you see people, if you look down the road like you're supposed to and pay attention to what's going on, you see a big truck coming down the road of cars coming off the shoulders, hey, let's move over. The Give them loves. time. Just yield there. to others, right? Yeah. Let's give them time to get out and get their speed up and get on out of the way. But if you sit here, no, oh, no, 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 I got the right away. No, no, no. Forfeit your right away. Right, give so these people a chance to get right. out on the road. They're gonna get out of your way. You're gonna be comfortable. Or you can get back right. over. Right. You know. But if you get to the point where you think that you have the right away, you're finna make a mistake. Right. Driven to protect others. Right. That's what we do here. That's, right. We, that's exactly right. You know. <clears throat> Don't get too comfortable with what is, what's going on there.
0: And that's contagious. You it know, is. If someone sees you do that, I'm going to do it. And then they're going to see me and maybe two other people do that. Right. And
1: hopefully someday it's 100%. You see, people, 100%, sitting on, you know, you see but, people sitting on the shoulders up ahead, don't wait till the last minute to try to get over. Yeah. But yeah, just move over, let them get past, and move. You know, Take your time, and do what you yeah. got to do. You right. know, ain't got to be in no big hurry because you got to do it the Just do it the railway. Dude, that's right. Do it the railway. So.
0: Well, Terry, I got one final question here. I want to switch gears with you here. So, um, in the amount of time you've been driving, you hauled a lot of freight, right? Yes. Um, you, you, you mentioned that you've gone to a lot of job sites. Yes. And in those job sites, they're building things, whatever they're building buildings, playgrounds, whatever they're building. I don't know what they're building. You go back there, or you pass by there years later, months later, and you see the progress. That has happened because of what you've done. Right, you got the product to where it was needed to, to be at this to, time. To be able to perform it, right? What's the one? What, how do you feel when you see something you helped build? It's built now. It's 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 in its it's 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 in its final phase. Yeah, it's in its, it's final or it is in a working condition now. It's mm-hmm. it's doing what it was built to do. You know what do you what do you think of? Do you do you think of anything or? You,
1: I, probably, I probably don't even think about it. I'm, so, I'm used, so used to hauling loads in to do this, racking, whatever it is, to get these people to get their products standing, do whatever needs to be done. Don't look back at it. We haul so many different loads going into, like Amazon and places like this, and you can just go, well, I just brought a load of this. I brought this load in here, about three or four loads of the same company here, back and forth, and you look back and go, wow, I can't believe it took that many loads to get that building up and do what <laughs> yeah. needs to be done. You know, done it's,
0: it's do you, around Alabama, You've delivered to job sites in Alabama, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Doors. Did you ever, basically doors? Mm-hmm. Okay, so did you ever drive past it on a personal note in your personal vehicle with your, fa- hey, I helped to do oh. that. No, nothing like that oh. at all? Okay. Uh, you said Amazon. Mm-hmm. You delivered to an
1: Amazon fulfillment center, I'm, I'm assuming. A bunch of them. Imagine all. How I many I mean loads of stuff you right. brought in from complete the completed building for jobs to be available for all the Right. Farms.
2: Does it give you a personal satisfaction to know that you've done a good job when you deliver this and everything's in good, good condition? Uh, you, you know you've done a good job.
1: Well, I'm I'm happy to see that when the customer signs that piece of paper and it has a, where it says comments, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see there ain't no comments on there. I, I agree. <laughs> that means that you I did must have job right. Job right. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what agree. I'm saying? I agree.
2: Well, Terry, it was a true pleasure having you, and I'd like to personally thank you for the almost 26 years of uh, good service we've had. Um, it was just a true pleasure. You seem
0: to got your act together. you know. Well, I don't want to say seem. You do have your act together, and, 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 and we talked a little bit about people modeling yes. after drivers. And the younger generation coming up, uh, you'd be a perfect candidate for them to, under the radar— to model after you. I mean, from what I've heard about you, what I've got to know a little about you, and uh, that says a lot about you. You know, it's uh, not once have I ever heard anything that wasn't the truth out of your mouth. And that's always appreciative is just, hey, let's just be upfront and forward right. and truthful. you get better results. This is you true. Know, better results. And and it seems like um, your career here at RAIL, that's what it's always been about. Yes. Upfront, truthful. Okay, thanks for coming Thank on uh,
2: today's podcast, Harry. And we, we loved having you. Thanks for coming. Come back and see us anytime. All right. Thanks for coming.
1: Yeah, thank you, Terry. Thank you all very much for inviting me.